I hate the way this movie drags, and how sometimes it's really fast. I hate the way this makes me laugh, and other times it makes me cry. I hate the way it didn't call, and I hate that I'm not mad, not even at all. I hate that 10 Things I Hate About You is in the bagel basket, the writer's bagel basket. Here's a couple of acres. Sorry, Jeff. You lose. Do it, Professor Plum. I said Plum. The men you seek think you are dead, Kimosabe. We're in a pinch of the start of the Bernoulli Convergenator. If he puts the car in fifth gear, he can jumpstart the whole thing. We don't have to be mean. Because remember, no matter where you go, there you are. Hi, welcome to Rogers Bagel Basket. I am Scott Carlin, and we are talking about 90s movies. That's right, all November. It is too legit to lit. Nin- 1990s November. Love it. So, my guest has been one of my closest friends forever. Do you want to intru- introduce yourself? How should I introduce myself? Your name? The one and only Allison Bartolini. So, Allie, uh, what are we talking about? 10 things I hate about you. I almost peed my pants when you were doing that monologue. <laughs> I wish people could see your face and it wasn't just a recording because you were into it. I really wish that like I could have been a voice actor. Oh, 100%. Because 100%. Because even when I do this, when when I when I'm talking on the podcast, I like use my hands and like I get into it like I'm actually acting and I'm not. I'm just being a schmuck who's talking about movies that I love. I feel the same way. I almost feel like if we sat on our hands, we actually couldn't talk. Yeah. We would be paralyzed. And now now I'm thinking of Theory of Everything and Stephen Hawking, and now I'm sad. Oh, <laughs> I feel you. Um, so this movie came out two months after another movie we're going to be talking about next episode. So pin that for later, guys. Um, this is 10 Things I Hate About You. That came out in March of 1999. Why does that feel so long ago? It really does. Like, this came out two weeks before The Matrix. Shut up. I'm not kidding. Leo and I were talking about it last night when we were watching it because, of course, he's never seen it because he knows nothing pop culture. It's so sad. But different topic for a different day. But <laughs> he had asked me, he said, when did this movie come out? I'm like, I don't know, 2003? And he's like, let's Google it. And we Googled it. And I shamefully looked at it. I was like, oh, 1999. So this came out, you and I were in theater doing Once Upon a Mattress. Really? Yeah. Be- oh, that takes me back. Because I remember, like, afterwards, uh, after, like, a rehearsal, I, I just remember uh, someone going, hey, Allie, want to go see 10 Things I Hate About You? And you're like, yeah, fine. <laughs> oh, my God. What a bitch I was. <laughs> I, was too, I was too legit to quit. And I was like... <laughs> And I was like, hey, guys, can I come too? And one of the popular kids was like, no. And I was like, okay, bye. That better have not been me. It wasn't you. Thank God. No, you're like, be nice to him. Good. No, I, I'll tell you off mic who it was. Ooh. Yeah. Now I'm intrigued. Yeah. So this, do you know this is a Disney movie? Really? Touchstone. This was, Stop it. Seriously. This is a Disney movie. Wow. 
Yeah. Yeah. Wow. No, no kidding. Mind blown. Yeah. So, uh, oh, one thing that I should say uh, on this episode, I am on location at Allie's lovely house. So if you hear an echo, like like before the, the previous episodes, there, there's been an echo because we just moved into a house and it's empty. Like, like so, so, so you, you don't hear anything. Uh, so if you're hearing, if the audio sounds a little different, it's because we're on location and this is a free podcast. So just deal with it, people. Like, seriously. Or if you hear screaming children in the background, they belong to me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Apologies. <laughs> um, so this is probably my second favorite teen movie. Growing up, this is the one I've watched the most. Really, like over and over again. Do you know that I listen to this soundtrack over and over again? The soundtrack is life. Letters to Cleo is my one of my favorite bands of all time. Same. Yeah. Where did they go? How come they're not around? They're still around. I follow them on Twitter. Should I? Yeah. Do they have an Instagram? Well, I follow Kay Hanley's Twitter and Instagram. <gasps> she's fantastic. She's Josie. She's the singing voice of Josie from Josie and the Pussycats. Amazing. Yeah, and so. When Letters to Cleo came out, they they were they came out like the same time as uh, No Doubt, so they were like very similar Armageddon Deep Impact style. Yeah. So I was Letters to Cleo, and like everyone, I think except for you, liked No Doubt. I did not like No Doubt. I'm a No Doubt lover. I like Spider Gwen, but I didn't like the like band. My jam, but I like I like Gwen, but I do not like the band itself. I guess when I think about it, I really don't like the band I just like when. Yeah. Where with, like, Letters to Cleo, I love the band because, like, all the guys are, like, you have, like, the cute girl and then you have, like, these four other guys who are, like, nerds. Like, she shouldn't be talking to them and she thinks they're, like, Elvis. She treats them like they're Morrissey. And, and then, like, in, in No Doubt, all, everyone was cool. Everyone was cool. Where, where it's, like, you have... The football team, who is no doubt, and then you have the theater kids, who is Letters to Cleo. Yes, yes, yes. So, so um, as soon as like the movie opens up and you hear Beer Naked Ladies, I was like, this is a 90s movie. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. I think Leo got super giddy. He was like, oh my God, Bare Naked, Naked ladies. ladies. And then I was shocked that Leo even knew who Bare Naked Ladies were, because he knows nothing. I feel like, so where we grew up, I try not to say on the podcast where, where we lived in case people like want to locate oh yeah so can you like give a region well they know we're in massachusetts oh okay yeah yeah, yeah i would say i always call myself a boston boy oh yeah. um, but we grew up in the suburbs and if you didn't listen to bare naked ladies when we were in like middle school or high school like who were you yeah like who do you think you are you think you're too good <laughs> exactly so you were nothing so as soon as uh one week opened up the movie i was like yeah, this is 1999 or 90. It was 98, 99. 1999. It came out in 99, but I think it was filmed in 98. Yes. Because yeah. that that's when Stunt came out, and my first note is, ah, baby Gordon Levitt. <laughs> he, his hair in this movie is so 90s. It was right after he cut it because he 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 had the Tommy Solomon like long hair. Yes. Uh, because he was trying to prove that he wasn't angels in the outfield. So for a third rock, he grew it out long. And then when he got this movie, he cut it. And it's great because it's like short in the back, but it has that like middle part with like these big, like almost swoops on the side. He, he looks like an anime character. 
He does. He, he does. He, he really does. He's, I was, he's a baby, though. I mean, he's a fetus. Baby Gordon Levitt. He's a fetus. <laughs> I mean, so I come up, I came up with a few nicknames for actors over the summer, like when we did Waterworld for Gene Triplehorn, because I didn't want to say that every time. I said J Triple H. For him, I'm calling him Baby Gordon Levitt. I like it. Baby I like Gordon it. Levitt. It rolls off the tongue. And Heath Ledger. As Aww. soon as I saw him, I was like, no. It makes me sad. You know, I, I had said to Leo, um, because the last real movie that you see him in is, you know, Batman. Yeah, that was where he's in it the entire time. Exactly. He did, because he did Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus. Yes. And... And when they have to cut to a different actor playing him, it's like, no, just I don't know. make the movie. But it's so weird because he's so creepy and dark in that movie. And right. then you like flash back to this movie. And he's so handsome. Oh my God, he's pretty. Yeah. I mean, he's dreamy. I'm, I'm, I'm secure enough in my masculinity. I have Call, beautiful... You know he's dreamy. Yeah. He's I, I have, super I, dreamy. I, every, everyone, every time... Um, I say someone's handsome, a guy's handsome, like a guy always gives me a look. I'm like, I have a beautiful wife. I'm very secure in my masculinity. Oh, yeah. yeah. Heath Ledger is a handsome. Oh, yeah. he's so good looking. This movie should just be called Handsome Men. Yes. <laughs> handsome Men and Bitchy Women. Yes. Cause, Such bitchy women. Because every girl in this movie, except for um, uh, uh, Cordelia, or uh, Julia Stiles' friend. Oh, uh, what is that actress? Um... Mandela is uh, Lindsay Sloan, I think, is the actress. I'm who... blanking. But she's been in other stuff. Yes, yes, yes. She's the only pleasant female lead. Even even Allison Janney is such a jerk in this movie. I forgot she was in this movie. I'm sure you won't find Padua any different than your old schools. <laughs> Same little ass wipe shit for brains everywhere. <laughs> Excuse me? Did you just say... Am I in the right office? Not anymore, you're not. I've got deviants to see and a novel to finish. Now scoot. Scoot! Yeah, do you think Alice and Janney wants to bang Heath Ledger's character? Like, he he's the yes. first thing we see when yes. she's writing her dirty book. 100%. It's about him. Yeah. Yes. It has to be. It, uh, it is. An Australian pirate? Like... Yes. I forgot that they work that into that story. And then they just drop it. And then they drop. And then they drop it because Leo said the same thing. He's like, he has his like real accent in this movie. Like, yeah, of course he does. <laughs> Good eye. Right. Yeah, I I feel like that was a thing, um, for Australian actors in the '90s. The one thing they always bring up is that you thought of my naked, huh? You're not afraid of me, are you? Afraid of you? Why would I be afraid of you? Well, most people are. Well, I'm not. Well, maybe you're not afraid of me, but I'm sure you've thought about me naked, huh? Am I that transparent? I want you. I need you. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Always. Yeah. Like, Mel Gibson said it all the time. Did he really? Oh, yeah. Like, every single one of his movies in the late 80s, early 90s, you saw his butt. That's a nice butt. Yeah, because he's like, oh, <laughs> tasteful glimpse on my bottom. Oh, my God. And, and like, <laughs> Heath Ledger says that here. I bet you thought of me naked. And then um, Hugh Jackman. Uh, what was that? Awful movie he did with um, uh, Allison Judd, uh, Ashley Judd, like someone like you or something from the heart or I don't know. I probably blocked it out. He he plays like a cameraman and our her news producer, and he's like, "But you thought me naked." So so what is up with that in Australia? Does it, 
are are pe- are like handsome men just naked in Australia? Is I don't that know, what? But if they are, I want to move there. <laughs> I'll go. Is that what the thunder from down under is supposed to be? I bet you a million dollars. That's what it is. Re- that's what it's referring to now. So, right away, Allison Janney. I I have in my notes. I have. She has an Oscar. I know. It, it's so weird because not only did she does she have an Oscar now, but then she already had an Emmy for The West Wing. So why did she do it? And how old is she? I want to talk about how old she is because she's someone who I feel, I mean, not up until like recently. I think she's a Highlander. I I think she reached a certain age. She plateaued. Yeah. Like she's always looked like she was about 45 years old and she still does now. Yeah. Like her, Paul Rudd, Adam Scott. um, Oh, uh, what's his name? Rob Lowe. You know who else doesn't age? Gabrielle Union. Yeah amazing we're talking about gabrielle union twice this month i know i'm very she's everywhere she's awful in this movie she is she's a monster she wasn't allowed she wasn't given like a good like character though well so i made a this is based on taming of the shrew yeah so so all of the movies that we're talking about this month are based on famous literary works adapted for teenagers kill me (laughs) um so this is taming of the shrew and the cheat sheet i made was cameron equals luciento who luciento was the star-crossed lover yep patrick is they're not even trying here petruchio patrick not even trying uh tranio is michael who michael is my favorite character that's david krumholtz i'm thinking of getting a tercel i love him i love him like you know what I love him most in? Not this movie. Adam's Family Values? Yes! Yes! I love that movie and I love him. <laughs> Bianca is Bianca. Cat is Cat. Joey is two characters from Taming of the Shrew. He's a hybrid? Yeah, of a horny old man named uh, Gremio. And Hortensio is the handsome young douchebag who ends up with uh, the widow is... They didn't even give her a name in Taming of the Shrew, but the widow is half Chastity and half Mandela. Yeah. Because there's two wed- widows in Taming of the Shrew. One goes to Tranio, the other one goes to Chastity. And then uh, Mr. Stratford is just the Baptista. Yeah. So so that was the cheat sheet I made. That's the only... I, I was like, I'm going to do it for every single movie, and I only did it for no, this No, one. only this one. <laughs> like, I got bored after a while. I was like, I can't keep up with this. No. Um, but this is actually a pretty good adaptation. Like, Oh, I think it's a great adaptation. It's uh, pretty spot on. I think the two... The two, like, Shakespeare modern ones that I actually have liked was this... And O, which we were re- we were going to do O, but... Uh, and Julia Stiles is in both of those. I know. That's why I was going to... And Andrew Keegan. He's so dreamy. Whatever happened to him? <laughs> oh, no. I, I don't want to tell you this. Did he die? No, he started a cult. Stop it. He started like a, a Scientology-like Christian cult. No! We have uh, to Google that later. Stop it! I, I'm sorry. I am so upset. I did not want to tell you. How can you, you go from Seventh Heaven to that? <laughs> that Oh, no. Seventh Heaven because, you know, Pastor Camden. He's Is a, that cursed? I mean... Oh, no. I follow Just, Beverly Mitchell on Instagram. Doesn't she have a show where she plays herself? Yeah. Okay. I think with Jody Sweden too. And um, Danielle Harris. Yes. Right. Or yeah. no, Kristen Larkin. Sam for Al from uh, Step by Step, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes, okay. Yes, yes. 
Oh man. Now I need to now I need to do that show on the bagel basket. We're gonna we're gonna. Okay. I, I would love for Andrew Keegan just to show me like join our cult. Oh my god. No but he I can't believe he that. doesn't age either. He looks No, about, no, no, no. He He's looks about the same though. Well, when you're, you know, apparently sacrificing virgins. <laughs> right? But I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to wreck your day, but Oh, but ah, oh, that's just sad. Um so yeah, uh David Crumholtz is the MVP in this movie. Yes. He's by far my favorite character. I love him. Um I love his like Vespa that he drives around. <laughs> oh, the uh uh Is it a Vespa or is it a um it's not a dirt bike uh Moped. Yeah, it's a moped. It's a moped. And he goes off the side. <laughs> when, he when he goes off the side and he comes out and he's like, yeah. And then he goes, oh, thank God. I know. I know. It kills me. Um, also, Secret World of Alex Mack. Oh, my God. I Lar- love that movie on Nickelodeon. Larissa Olenek. Yes. Not movie, um, she show. hated Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Really? She, she hated him. Because he was very charismatic and very, like, you know she was super jelly yeah and then she got casted as his girlfriend on third rock from the sun <laughs> where is she now what's she doing she was on mad men for a little while she played uh really yeah she played one of the prudes like one of the one of the business execs like young wife but she was like one of those like southern like jesus is gonna save us all like really the final two seasons why do i not know this i love mad men i know i've watched it a million times she does not look like herself anymore she doesn't no. she got plastic surgery no no her she kind of has like is she the only one who hasn't aged well a little bit she's got she's got a few crow's feet but it's her hair it they made it look kind of gray really yeah <gasps> She's so pretty. I know. I know. I mean. I'm sad about that. Um, her line, getting whelmed. What the hell does that mean? I know you can be overwhelmed. And I know you can be underwhelmed. Can you just be whelmed? Can you ever just be whelmed? I think you can in Canada. What does that even mean? Well, I don't know. Like, I, I love how, how Crumholtz introduces that. And she's deep, too. It's like, I feel like... <laughs> We're going to talk about the bloopers, but the bloopers are my favorite of this movie. Oh, I love this movie. Um, but it feels like the whole movie, like, Crumholtz just wants to be with Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Like, why Why do you care about her? You could be with me. I know. Underlying kind of tension happening there. I'm not even saying that. I'm saying, like, I think he just wants to go, like, clubbing with this guy. Like, they're going to turn into Stephen Doug Butabi. <laughs> they're gonna, yes. They're going to knight a the... little head, a yeah. little head bob. I mean, they're even dressed at the party. Like the Putabi brothers. They look like they're wearing the same color suit and different color shirts. Like Now, like in the 90s, like when people had parties and stuff like that, did people dress like that? Or is it just them? I never got invited to parties. I was going to ask you. I thought you were more popular <laughs> than me. I, I guess I just don't remember. I, I remember going to the movies with my friends. Like in our in our town that we grew up in, in uh, Grover's Hills, uh, <laughs> um, I feel like it was... People didn't really have parties because cops always broke them up too fast in this town. I feel like people didn't have parties. I feel like everyone either went to the movies and like tried there were parties. I didn't get them. Any. <laughs> no, there were parties. There were parties. Well, I remember us having theater parties, but like no, there were like other parties. I did not get invited. Lots, I'm, lots I was, of. I was not cool. Lots enough. of drinking. I I feel like lots I feel of like. Alcohol. <laughs> I feel like people would be like, 
hey, Scott, want to come? Uh, I'm going to be watching Fellini. (laughs) (laughs) You guys want to join me? I'm watching Cinema Paradiso. (laughs) Apparently, there's underlining rumors of, you know, father-son drama. Where did everyone go? Then you'd be left in the dust. No, I I never got invited to the parties. Really? I I don't drink. Well, back... No, not even then. Like, I don't like drinking. Womp womp. I, I... Sometimes, like every once in a while, but holidays. Um, <laughs> right, right before I got married, we had like a gentleman's club, <laughs> uh, getting ready in, in our in our little dressing room, and we had scotch and we had mimosas. Did you have the scotch in like a flask? No, no, we actually had like, like rocks glasses. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, we had because we were staying at an inn. You fancy boo? Yeah, I was fancy. <laughs> So cool that I got invited to all the parties. All the parties. I found out that like I was popular after like high school ended. Like one one of the popular kids said to me, they're like, "Oh, we always wanted to invite you to stuff, but we didn't think you wanted to come." I was like, "What?" You were giving off that vibe. You were, like, you were giving off that I'm too into whatever else I'm doing vibe. Do you know what I was doing? I was working at a movie theater, running a projector. I, I had the loneliest that. life. You got to see all the movies though. I had to fix them when the projector broke. <laughs> like, like, I was like, one day I'll be like you, Heath Ledger. And now I'm like, no, I don't want to be like you, Heath Ledger. <laughs> one day I'll be like you, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Um, yeah, Daryl Chill Mitchell. Do you remember him? No. He was the teacher. He was in Sergeant Bilko, like in in the nineties. They yes, he was yes. like he was like a fake rapper. Like he was one of those Sugar Hill Gang, like yes. Will <laughs> Will Smith. Like I'm gonna drink some Sunny D and do my homework too. Is it- <laughs> Give a girl a kiss on the cheek, and that that was the type of rap he did. I didn't even know that. And that's why they have him rap Shakespeare sonnets. Really? Oh, my next note was Andrew Keegan started a cult. <laughs> I, I jumped the gun. I jumped the gun. <laughs> yeah. Um, apparently, Cat kicked a guy twice in the crotch, like two separate guys. So she did. Yeah, like they they brought it up. So, because she she punched uh, to get at the party, like she she need one of the guys. She did. Yeah, like like to get out of her way. Oh yeah yeah. Um, apparently in the nineties. That's what I never understood. Like in the '90s, kicking people in the crotch was like a thing. It was like a, it was like a comedian sort of a thing. Like it was like a ha ha. Like she, yeah, like she just need him in the balls. Yeah, like like apparently that was humor back then. Um, as a guy, I am deeply offended. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a lot better now. I feel like people are like whipping out knives and like shanking people. I mean, what if that's what this turned into? Oh my god, can you imagine? People are just like, yeah, oh, but you pictured me naked, love, and then she just stabs him like out a shiv. Boom. <laughs> Where did you get a butter knife? A butterfly knife, love. <laughs> no, yeah, no. A lot of a lot of um getting need in the balls happened in the nineties. I guess. I mean I'm fine with a good old fashioned punch in the face, which happens later in the movie, which I love. Twice. When, oh yeah. Three times. Three times. Yeah, because she she also knees him in the crotch too. She does. See, yep. another one. Um I I remember Andrew Keegan has, like, a best friend who is, like, a random day player who makes, like, bet lines with him. Did you notice that? No. Because, uh, 
at the beginning, you find out he's going after Bianca as a bet. He's like, his his friend, like, Exposition Johnny is like, hey, I bet you you can't nail her on prom night. And he's like, I'll take that bet. Oh, yeah. By the lockers. Yeah, that's what starts all of this in motion. That random Vin Diesel-looking guy. (laughs) (laughs) Random Vin Diesel lookalike. Yeah, with hair. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, And... Uh, I have in here, Krumholtz is right about Bianca. Like, the whole movie, Krumholtz is like, she is selfish. She's a jerk. She is. And and Gordon Levitt's like, mm, yeah, I bet she is. But uh, I kind of want, you know, to add her to my spank bank. Oh, my God. I hadn't heard, heard that phrase in such a long time. Like. It was so ridiculously this is, this repeated. Is, <laughs> that, like, he yelled it out loud and repeated it. He was like, spank bank. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, we're not bringing that back. That's staying in 1999. I mean, Gordon, Gordon Levitt, baby, baby Gordon Levitt, he he doesn't seem like the Joe we know and love. Like, no, he's, he's not 500 Days of Summer. No, he's he's still in the end zone or outfield. Now, my question to you: He moves to this school, like in the beginning of the movie. He's an army brat. Yeah. Yes, and I feel like they touch upon that for like two seconds. And oh, it's it's a like, throw throwaway and, line. And then he's just like in it to win it. I just feel like he's really aggressive for like being the new kid. He he truly is. He's really aggressive for being. And, and now is that because like you said, he's an army brat, and this is what he does, and like that's his mo, and like he like jumps into these new what, situations. What if he's just like a Lothario who's like maybe like oh no, I, gee shucks, I'm lost. Yeah, right. And then he he's like yeah. And then what's up with him and the obsession with sailing? Where has he been? Where he? That's my next note. Like, was, what is up with that? Yeah, I was like, where are the different places that he's been? Like, where are the different army bases around this area? Do you think like there's there's a girl in like every port with a picture of him? Like, there's like a, a girl in like Sicily who's like, oh baby, go out and Levitt, come back to me. Right, and he just like whips out like the sailboat comment, and, like they go off. I'll take you sailing around the world. You know, you know, there's probably some girl in Greece. Oh, probably. Amanda Seyfried's character from uh, there you go. from Mamma Mia is just like waiting for him. Absolutely, like on the edge of the dock. <laughs> um, the interrogation scene for men to date cat, like how how this starts with with her dad. So, Cat's dad and Bianca's dad is a OBGYN. I was going to say OBGYN incredible <laughs> because of his stories he has are so gross. It's, and it's like the best scare tactic like ever in the fact that he has like one of those vests, like those pregnant vests that he makes the girls wear. <laughs> so like you're going out to a party, he's like, put on the belly. And then she's like, daddy, no. And then she puts it on and like, she's standing there. Think, think of this over your halter top. Yeah. Underneath your halter. Oh my God. Dying. Well, I, I love I love the line, do you know what? I delivered a baby to an 18-year-old crack. Well, a pair of twins. A pair of twins yeah. to, to an 18-year-old crackhead. Do you know what she said to me? I should have listened to my father. I love what Bianca says, I am a skeezy crack whore who yeah. should have made my boyfriend wear a condom. <laughs> Which is a very legitimate response, I feel. Yeah, but he agrees with her. He's like, close. Yes. Close. He's. I love him. Larry he's Miller. So, he's so great. What happened to him? I don't know. He was huge in like the late nineties, early two thousands. In these sorts of movies. Yeah, like Nutty Professor. Yes. And and then um I remember him in Nutty Professor too because he has one of my favorite lines of any movie. 
<laughs> Don't be freaked out. This man is just gonna drink this small baby into a liquid form through a straw. Nothing, nothing weird. He's so funny. He's but my my question, like in regards to him and his storyline, like the fact that he's a single father and the, his wife recently like left him. She left um, Cat's freshman year, so almost four years ago. Why did she go? Where did she leave? How come the girls don't see her? This is the first time I noticed that, like, she flat out left. Like, I, left. I thought she was dead. No. Every, every time I've seen this movie, I thought she was no. dead. I didn't think she, like... And Bianca makes that, like, flippant comment. Like, she's never coming back. Like, when she's wearing the pearls. Oh, yeah. Black pearls. Were they black? I thought yeah. they were white. They weren't white. They weren't? They weren't black. They... they prop prop pearls I, I don't know i don't know i feel like they had to have been real real pearls i mean if your husband's an OBGYN, he's not buying you real pearls like something's wrong can we talk about all of the rumors about heath ledger's character like that they made for patrick i for, love it like he was a porn star and he didn't have a liver uh <laughs> the one that always drove me crazy was he ate a duck a live duck he ate a, li- a live duck yeah do you know what that's called that's called peking duck that's like <laughs> like Except the beak, feet, and head. That's called eating a duck. Right? Like, and and when they ask him about it, he's like, no comment. I know. Like, just throwing another, bet you thaw my naked love. Oh my god, I know, right? <laughs> uh, Ledger is fierce in this movie. Love him in this movie. Uh, he's so good. He's really good. But I, the thing that I thought was rushed is the love story, like, this is what I've been talking like a ton on the podcast. The love stories in most of the movies we've been talking about is so rushed. Well, they're like 90 minute movies. Like, <laughs> yeah, but time, time isn't linear in these movies. Like it, Truth. It could be over the span of a couple of weeks, a couple of months, the entire school year. Well, I feel like it was like a six week span. Yeah, it was. <laughs> like, and in high school, that's a really long time. But how charismatic he becomes like i understand him falling in love with cat that fast because when you're a teenager it's like oh i love her screw her oh i love her again like but the way he like feels for for baby gordon levitt and for baby kremholtz is weird because like he ends up liking both of these guys and gives them like advice i know No one else could hear that, but my husband just screamed at my kids. <laughs> ah. <laughs> we were lying right now. Uh, we're hiding. There are uh, dementors. <laughs> yeah, they're downstairs in the basement playroom, which it sounds a lot scarier than it is. It's like a walkout basement. It has a lot of light in there. It's really yes, nice. Yes, it's very nice. It's, it's a very nice basement. It's not like that basement from Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? <laughs> uh, um. Uh, I actually like Cat and um, Patrick's meet cute in the the line the when they're in line for uh, the food the school food the cafeteria. Oh yes, I can't believe it. I forgot. Like, has I've it been, been that long? Has it? I guess. You know what I always find so interesting about like '90s movies and like cafeterias? I mean, I find the it a lot. The food looks good. Not that the food looks good, but it's it's like a traditional like cafeteria like style like like when you go to like a hospital you know like when you go and like you can serve yourself funny fact about that the cafeteria in this is that the cafeteria they used on scrubs really yeah really weird right so weird 
But in all the movies, on all the teenage movies like, that are oh, based wait, no, in high school. Oh, wait, no, it wasn't school, this one. It's, it's, they're creepy. It wasn't this one. It was uh, our final movie of, of the month. It was Clueless. Oh, uh, yeah. It was Clueless, where, where it's the, the Scrubs Hospital. But the, the cafeterias, I mean, they're, they're huge, number one. Like, they are literally the size of, like, the school gym. Yeah, this, they're massive. But this is the only movie we're doing where they actually shot in a real high school. That's, that's a, a real high school. That's a re- Seattle. Oh my gosh! It, this was shot on location. That that is the high school that they used in Say Anything. I wish our high school looked like that. Our high school looked like you know, <laughs> it looked like the deadbeat brother of Bayside High. It looks like a prison. The deadbeat brother of Bayside <laughs> High. It looks like a prison. Yeah. No, our our cafeteria was not like that. Like this, all these cafeterias have like wicked high ceilings. Well, a our lot cafeteria of was broken into two cafeterias. This is true. Cafe and cafe too. Yeah, that's not what a cafeteria is. No, I feel like I hope that I was told that they're going to be redoing the high school, and I want a cafeteria like '90s movies cafeterias. I want them to just build the max inside a school. Truth. Yeah, or the Peach Pit. Yeah. Or Pops. From Riverdale. Oh, Pops. I want a Pops. Yeah, you need to have a Pops and you need to have like an F.P. Jones. Like, you, you need to find a guy who looks like he he was never in prison, but he just got out. Yes, yes. Yet, get Skeet Ulrich. And my other question is, is how come schools don't serve coleslaw? All the 90s movies, all the schools serve coleslaw. This is true. Why were they serving coleslaw? Why were they serving it and where has well, it all gone? Well, they also always served like fried chicken and mashed potatoes too, so... Were these schools owned by KFC? Good question. Were the, there biscuits? There were. In this movie, there was a, there were biscuits and biscuits and gravy. Do you did you notice that when they were in the cafeteria when the nachos and the mashed potatoes? Yeah, that's a weird combo. Well, also the nachos had olives, black and, olives, and jalapenos. Yes, jalapenos. Yes, but who puts black, black olives? olives? That was Ugh, weird. That was so weird. And there was no cheese on them. No. That was weird. That was... They were like naked chips with olives. Why was I why were we paying attention to <laughs> why the Why are we food? hyperfocusing on this? Because this is this is the scene where where their meat cube where he goes, I'll bet you pigeon might naked. And yeah, she's see, like, here it comes again. <laughs> right. But um this has probably the line that was quoted the most in like our middle school was I want you, I need you, oh, oh baby, baby, oh baby. baby. Yes. With the eye roll. Yeah. I, Julia Stiles. We haven't even talked about Julia Stiles. Killing it. She was fierce. So fierce. Like, I, I always l- wonder, is that her in real life? Mm, I don't know. I don't know either. I mean, I've, I have friends who worked on movies with her, and they said she's lovely. They well, said, then it, that's definitely not her. Well, she's lovely in the end. Well, well she's, she's, she's not... She's damaged. She's not bad. She just, like, when you find out her story that... Okay, skip to the end. You find out the reason why she's such a shrewd is a shrewd, a shrew, uh, a prude, a prude, and a shrew, a shrewd. The reason why she's such a shrub um, is because she slept with Joey when she was like fourteen years old, which she was a freshman. So she was. She would have been fourteen, which is when her mom left. Which is gross. So gross. Um. So she slept with Joey, and. She only did it because everyone else was doing it. So that's why she follows the beat of her own drummer. And I guess that's also why the dad doesn't want the girls dating because... But you she think said she told no one. The dad had to know. No way. 
it, she does at the very end of her story. She does say that he is a small penis. <laughs> Maybe that's the reason why she's not doing it again. Yeah, and then uh, thunder from down under. Right? Then she's totally, freaked. From then down she's totally under. freaked out. <laughs> Go from one extreme to the next. I mean, also, they try to make him look, they try to make Heath Ledger look like he's like Mad Max. Like, they give him the leather jacket and the ripped shirt and, like, make him look evil. And... He doesn't wear the leather jacket in the second half of the movie, though. Yeah. Because he's transformed. Because he's softening. And I love how, like, angry she gets with him um, when things are going well and he, he gets a- angry and frustrated with her that he takes out a cigarette and she's like, I thought you quit. Well, sometimes people have relapses. Like, If she was so concerned, she should have gotten him the patch. He said he was on the gum. Really? He said, I quit. And he, like, smiled to, like, show, like, gum in his teeth. When they're at the bar. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because I love when, when they're like, oh, he, uh, she hangs out at this club and he's like, I can't go there. And then... Then he knows the bartender? Which means he works there. Really? The bartender said, I didn't think you were working tonight. I didn't even catch that. Yeah. He said, Verona, what are you doing here tonight? I thought you had the night off. Interesting. So he works at... So she would know. And what kind of club is that anyways? I mean... Okay. So when we were... When we were in high school, no, when we were actually in middle school, they created in Nashua, like, a club for, for like, teenagers that only served, like, soda, and, and they would get, like, crabby bands. I know for a fact Mandy Moore performed at the one in, like, Concord, New Hampshire. Like Really? Yeah, it, it was, like, a nightclub for, for teenagers, but it closed at 1030. <laughs> but he drinks beer. He drinks beer at, like, all the other bars. Like, he but smokes, there, he drinks. But there, he's drinking, like, a Roy Rogers. He has, like, a Coke with, like, a maraschino cherry in it. Does he? Yeah. I didn't even notice that. I just assumed That's in my it was, notes. like, I was an like, alcoholic I was, beverage. I was like, is he drinking a Shirley Temple? She gets, she gets water. Yeah. Two bottled waters. Yeah, and he's drinking a Coke with a maraschino cherry in it. That's so interesting. Yeah, I was like. But it's all girls at that bar. Leo was like, is this a lesbian bar? <laughs> And then I and then I questioned it. I'm like, is it? Who knows? And then you see like one or two guys like sprinkled in there. Yeah, I, I would love for it just to be like a club where girls drag their boyfriends, but they have to sit on the corner holding their purse. Like, hi. <laughs> oh, you're, I see you dancing with that girl. But why are all the girls like giving him looks like when he's walking in? At first, first time I watched this, I thought it was like looks of disgust. But watching it again uh, this morning. They were actually giving him like doomy eyes. Really? Yeah. I like, thought they were just like judgy, like no. why are you in here? Because then Leo's comment of the is this a lesbian bar? No, no. I think I think they uh, wanted a Vegemite sandwich. <laughs> Interesting. Um, yeah. And I love how he negs her. I love how when when at the club she's like, "Are you stalking me?" And he's like, "Can you keep it down?" If you're planning on asking me out again, you might as well just get it over. Do you mind? You're kind of ruining this for me. I know, I quit. Apparently they're bad for you. You think? You know, these guys that know bikini kill on the brain cuts, they're not bad. You know who the brain cuts are. Why, don't you? Really digging this song. They're no bikini kill. And like, <laughs> like he's like treating her like garbage. And was this a 90s thing? Like, you know how you're going to get a girl to fall in love with you? 
If you nag her. Treat her like shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she'll, not- be, she'll be into you. <laughs> no, but like that goes back to like even like I was dealing. I have a, I have a, a young daughter and she's in school and she was telling me about how one of the boys was, you know, kind of like picking on her and like egging her on. I'm like, he likes you. And she's like, but why? Why does he do that? If he likes me, why isn't he being kind? I'm like, because he's a boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. I don't want to be tooting my own horn, but I would never do that. Like, like. Oh gosh, no, you would never. No, like I, I, I'm, I'm the type of guy who, who would be like. I feel like in real life, I'm the real life version of Taryn Killam. <laughs> like, like, uh, did you watch Single Parents? No. Oh, he's great on it. But really, the, that's the type of person I am who'd be like, oh yeah, well maybe if you smiled more, you'd be more pretty. I am so sorry. I. And then I, would, yes, yes. then I would start crying. And you'd feel really bad. Yeah. You should just own it. Yeah. Just own it. Go so, with it and own it. So I don't understand negging. I don't. Not at all. Not one bit. And It's just like a weird game. It's like it's a, just a weird game. She's I not think, the only one who does it. Do. I mean, when they have the interrogation of all of the guys, they're negging her without her being there. Yeah. Uh, not if we were the last two people on Earth. Maybe if we were the last two people on Earth and there were no sheep. It's goats, right? Oh, no, it's sheep. Is it sheep or goats? I have it written down. No, I think you're right. I think it is sheep. It's like, yeah. wait, is there a sheep? Yeah. That's creepy. Ugh. So creepy. I don't even want to get into that, but creepy. We'll leave that, it at that. That guy looked like a serial killer. Right? And, and then the guy who just out of nowhere, like he heard the other questioning. He's like the third guy and he starts screaming when they say her name. Right? He's the third guy they question, so he knows this is coming. So, I mean, what else has she done to deserve this, like, reputation? She kicked a guy in the ball so hard that he needed testicle retrieval. That's what scares. Is that, like, the only thing that I scares think that's people? It. That's it? That's all she's done? And she dresses like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. That's about it. I love Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I know. Her clothes are awesome. But she, but this is, this is Seattle where everyone needs to dress like Bianca because Bianca is wearing polka dotted dresses i know some of her some of the clothing choices for her in this movie like her wardrobe like was disturbing to me like gabrielle union's wardrobe was disturbing to me no but bianca's is disturbing in like a in like a creepy way like when she and cat get into that fight after she tells um bianca about like what happened she was like why didn't you tell me blah 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 and then you see cat like peering out the window like checking on her and she's like sitting in like a tire swim and she has like mary jane's on in this like fluffy dress like what is she what like i get that she's like the younger like naive sister but like do we have to like play it out like she's do you know what i have written child? here like it's weird i have that written here i have sometimes you feel depressed do you need someone to talk to yeah it's like alexa pro commercial yeah <laughs> ridiculous. i have lunesta <laughs> it's ridiculous i don't i don't I don't like Bianca at all. I don't understand. No. Also, her, everything she wears, she she looks like she's dressed like either an ice cream cone, like the polka dot dress. Yeah. She looks like uh, there's an ice cream place up here um, that we love that they we have live for. They have polka dot cups. They do. That's what she's. That's what she looks like. She she <laughs> she looks like an ice cream like container. Yeah. And, and then her prom dress that she wears, she looks like a cupcake. Yeah, and. I don't remember, like, in the 90s, like, in the late it 90s. It didn't exist. Being, I know what you're... No, th- those aren't... The crop tops, like, the two-piece, like, I don't remember that being a thing in, like, the late 90s. Okay, so what I've seen for, like, prom dresses, the only thing that I've seen similar to that is it wasn't even a dress. It was 
one girl my year kind of dressed as Princess Jasmine. Like, like she, really? Yeah, she, she, but she was also, you know, she could pull it off because she actually yeah. looked like Princess Jasmine. Um, and she was wearing like a crop top. Oh, she looks good in a crop top. Don't no, get me I'm, wrong, I'm talking about yeah. I'm talking about the girl. Oh yeah, yeah, who looked like Princess Jasmine. She pulled it off. I don't think Larissa Olenek pulls it off. She but, looks like a cupcake. She does. I mean, I don't. Th- but it was just or I don't a re- loofah. I don't. <laughs> I think I go with loofah because she's pink. Yeah. But I just don't remember that. I don't remember that being a thing. I guess uh, as much as it was. I mean, because crop tops are so big right now. Like in 2018, I just I don't know. Like I, I'm well. I don't remember crop tops. 90s fashion is making a comeback. Oh my gosh, a huge comeback. Right. So so that makes sense that like this fashion is like coming back. True. I just I guess I just don't remember the crop top. Have you seen the 90s section at the Disney store? Have you seen the 90s section at Target? I have. Yeah. Yeah. The 90s section at the Disney store is kind of nostalgic and disturbing at the same time. I haven't been to the Disney store in a long time. Are there Disney stores around ever? Yeah, there's one there's one in the Burlington Mall. Really? Yeah. Um Haley and I were up in um, Albany, New York, last last month, uh, last week, and we were at a Disney store because we were we had time to get because we had the money. Uh, we had time to kill, and I was like, "Is there a ninety section?" And she's like, "Oh yeah, you didn't hear about this." And they have Disney purses that look like VHS, like 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 the Lion King VHS, really, or the the Goofy movie VHS tape. <gasps> It's crazy. That's insane. Yeah. So I guess the 90s are making a comeback, and I guess 10 Things I Hate About You was right about that? I, mean, I guess. I don't know. I just, I still like, I don't know. I blacked out about the crop tops in the 90s. I mean, the crop top that. I, just, I wore a lot of Abercrombie and Fitch, so I don't know. <laughs> I, I've been gap and proud for years. Oh, I've, yeah. I've always been a gap boy. I like uh, the gap. I wore a lot of the gap. Well, I worked at The Gap. I know you did. I know. <laughs> Whatever happened to the Fall into the Gap campaign? Um, I have no idea. I I actually think that was the first thing I asked when I got hired. I was like, whatever happened to that? And they're like, do you want to keep your job? Ooh. Oh, <laughs> they were joking. Sore spot. I was like, ooh, someone doesn't like swing music. Um, so speaking of crop tops, yes. Julia Stiles crop top when she's doing Save the Last Dance on the... At, at Dodie Wasserman's party, who? Oh yes, got to get on Dodie. I hate that it's guy. It's a bogey. Bogey, Dodie. I think whatever. It's bogey. Whatever. I hate Which that guy. Weird. I hate him. I hate his name. I hate everything. I hate his sweater vest. Now, guys, don't touch anything. <laughs> and the kids that are doing dip and then like spitting into the crystal. Bowl. Oh, the cowboys. Yes. The closest they've ever gotten to a cow is McDonald's. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Crumholtz. No, but Styles when when she gets drunk. This is my favorite line in any movie, of any 90s movie. The guy who goes, want a shot? And she just starts doing it. This line, right on, sister. My favorite line. I love, <laughs> when, when, <laughs> that guy, like, had one line in this movie. And he owned it. And he owned it. He owned it. it. He, he's like, I got it. I got to nail this. And he steals it every time for me. Right on, sister. And what are they drinking? Like, gold tequila? I think it's, I think it's Jose. Ugh, yuck. Or it's Goschlicker, whatever it is. Makes me think of Superbad. <laughs> that's the that's the super bad name, Goschlager. But... Yeah, with the gold flex. In the yeah, bottom. yeah. I think that's what she's drinking. But Ew. then 
then I have in my notes, I have, she's really saving the last dance. Because, <laughs> like, on the table, first off, she can't be standing up on that table. No wonder why she gets a concussion. Oh, gosh, yeah. And she didn't hit it hard enough. No. She, she did not hit that hard enough to, to cause any damage whatsoever. And the fact that she hit her head and then was vomiting, like, shouldn't have someone taken her to the hospital? And how did she recover so quickly, like, at the end? What what if Heath Ledger was just rushing to get her to the hospital and just throws her out of the car and drives away? She's so thin in that movie. Yeah. Like, so thin. It, it's really scary how thin she is. Like, um, I never noticed it until uh, when uh, she flashes Joe Azuzu. Yeah, she's like Kate David, thin. David Leisure. Um, and is she not wearing a bra? I wasn't going to go there. Is she a member of the Itty Bitty Titty Club? Like, what is that? <laughs> like, how is, like, I don't know. But, I mean, she has to be wearing, like, some sort of a bra because, like, she's not, like, pointing at you the whole movie. You know what I mean? <laughs> R- Roger's Bagel Basket, where we body shame 90s starlets. <laughs> no, no, she's beautiful and her body is amazing. But I'm just, I'm concerned. Like, is she not wearing a bra? If you, I'm sorry, like, you wouldn't know this because you're not a lady, but, no. I mean, you should always be wearing a bra. Like, when you're 90, do you want your boobies, like, down to your, like, <laughs> your thighs? You don't want to sweep the floor with your tits. I mean, come on. Well, wh- why doesn't she get in trouble for flashing David Leisure? She doesn't get... And, why, and that stare, I mean, he looks for a long time. Yeah. Well, he, he, he proves he's a creep anyways, because he goes up to that guy and he's like... You look nervous. Yes. You have pot. I'm confiscating this. You have pot, don't you? And then <laughs> then the guy with the cheetahs, and this too. And it's like so creepy how he like very slowly like touches it and it like crinkles like ever so slow. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, that's because the greatest scene of this entire movie happened before that where Heath Ledger. I love how Heath Ledger has to embarrass himself because in private, she embarrassed herself by by trying to kiss him, and he didn't want to take advantage of a drunk girl who had a concussion. So she gets mad at him. But who wants to make out with someone who just vomited? Not me. Yeah, but I think the whole if he loves her. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, all that crap. Um, no, she's I mad. She should be packing certs just in case. <laughs> He's like, hold on a second, takes out Banaka. <laughs> Like a Listerine strip. (laughs) That was big in the 90s. Listerine strips. But they always tasted like pencil shavings. They always did. Did they? Like if you left them in like your your pocket, it would taste like lint. Really? Yeah. They were kind of too strong for me. Yeah. And they brought them back in a new form now. Did they really? Yeah. Yikes. Um... But now it's like it turns into mouthwash in your mouth. Yes, I saw that. And then that. you swallow it, which that's not healthy. Yeah. Um, yeah, he should have just taken out Badaka or Listerine strip and be like, and now we're good to go. Ugh. But she, that's what I don't understand. She gets mad at him because he he wasn't a creep. He didn't try and take advantage of her. Well, she he embarrassed her because she thought when that, they were alone. Yes. That I'm calling bullshit on that. Girls are sensitive. Well, yeah. So is baby Gordon Levitt. True. <laughs> because well, well, they're not making out. Bianca is getting a ride home from baby Gordon Levitt. Why did he even give her a ride home? She was such a C to him. Do you know who he should have ended up with the girl who uh, goes up to Heath Ledger and goes, kiss me, right. kiss him. <laughs> like, Ugh. what if the movie just like did a hairpin turn and like 
Gordon Levitt's like, I don't want her anymore. <laughs> but why doesn't he? Why do nice guys like that always just take like all this shit from like pretty like nice girls or pretty bitchy girls rather? I have no idea. It's ridiculous. It's so mean. I hate it. I mean, I rem- okay. So I remember in high school having crushes on pretty girls, and they're like, "Oh, Scott, I can't date you. You're like my best friend." I was like, "Who? Who?" Who are these girls? I will I will tell you off, off mic. mic. Off yeah. mic. I need to know. <laughs> no, but but I, I, would, I have an idea. Yeah, I would be like, sure, I'll be your best friend. Aww. And like like uh so um yeah, I, I always felt bad for that. And that's why I always watch movies like this, because I was like, guys like him are guys like me, and they get the girl. And then in real life I was like, those movies are shit. <laughs> I feel like later in life though, guys do. Yeah. But not, like, in high school. It never yeah, happens. That's how I got my wife. I know. She is so beautiful. I know. <laughs> I, I love your daughters. They're like, I love when uh, your oldest daughter always goes up to her and she's like, let me do your hair. She has Rapunzel hair. Yeah. That's what she has Princess Rapunzel hair. It's yeah. all about the hair. I, I always say she has Alice in Wonderland hair. Haley's so good, too. Like, she lets them brush their hair. Yeah. I'm like, don't, I'm like, get away from me. <laughs> like, don't touch my hair. <laughs> Can you not? <laughs> yeah, don't. Don't touch mommy's hair. <laughs> I need a glass of wine first. Oh, my gosh. Then always. you can touch mommy's hair. No, never. Um, Never touch my hair. My hair is curly. I don't want them to mess it up. It's all frizzy. I, I just love that Um, in order for him to, you know, get on good terms with her, he has to sing uh, Frankie Valli in the Four Seasons. And he has a good voice. He does. And it's a shame we never got to see him in a musical. Him and Hugh Jackman oh, gosh. in a musical would have been great. Like, what if Heath Ledger was in The Greatest Showman? I was just thinking that. What, what if? if he was the bearded lady? Right. He, I mean, <laughs> we were missing out. Makes me so sad. I know. I found out he was supposed to be... So, know the crappy remake of Fright Night they did with... Colin Farrell and yes. Anton Yelchin. Yes. That was supposed to be Heath Ledger. Oh. That was supposed to be Heath Ledger. That was going to be his next movie. <sighs> Makes me mad. Because it was going to be Heath Ledger and David Tennant. Scrooge McDuck. I feel. I just feel like he was just getting started. He really was. He really was. I feel like he would have been in so many amazing movies. I mean, Heath Ledger. So um, for award season, I'm doing movies that got snubbed. Would, would you like to do Brokeback Mountain? Do you want to be my Heath Ledger expert? Yes. Okay. I love him so much. Yeah. So we'll do Brokeback Mountain. Um, but that movie got snubbed so bad. It should have won Best Picture. A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. So uh, Heath Ledger, he slaps a cop on the ass, or a security guard, while he's singing. Uh, it's not even a slap. It's just like a little bing. Yeah, it's like. It's like, here you go, Johnny. And he's like the portly cop, too. He's yeah, like I feel tubby. so bad. Like, like they do the Abbott and Costello. You have the skinny yes, cop and the fat cop. Yes, I love... That fat cop moves, though. I love the other uh, songs. Like, apparently, there were there was a list of songs that they were going to do um, before they did uh, Can't Take My Eyes Off of You. Originally, it was going to be Don't You Want Me, Baby. Really? That would have been crazy good. Yeah. Or uh, Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go was also on that list. No, I nixed that. No. No wham? No. Oh, no, no. Not Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go. Careless Whisper. Oh, okay. Never gonna dance again. (laughs) That would have... Oh, man. I would have loved Heath Ledger singing Careless Whisper. I feel like it should have just been like a whole montage. Oh, yeah. 
I mean, because isn't that what marching bands do? Don't they not like just focus on one particular song? I guess. I don't know. I was never marching in marching band. band. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I can't carry a tuba. <laughs> Gosh. I'm tiny. Can you imagine? <laughs> I, it would be it would be like a cartoon. Like, okay, here you go, Scott. Uh, uh, and I would just follow. I'll ask Andrea. She was in the marching band. Okay. She played the flute. Oh, nice. Yeah, but that's not the tuba. <laughs> no, no, no. You're right. No, but, but, was, but she could tell us if the marching montage. bands did well, montages. I, well, I think... I know I went to one football game my entire high school, you know. Really? I didn't, I didn't like... I went every Friday. I always went to the basketball games. I don't. I don't like football. Basketball. I, I liked basketball. Ugh. Sorry. Ugh. But yeah, I think like one of the halftime shows they did like Dave Matthews crash into me. Do you remember? Yes. Yeah. But they, they did like a medley. Our high school of, band was really good. Yeah, they did like really Dave Matthews. They did, I know they did Backstreet Boys, and I know because they did everybody. They're making a comeback, by the way. Oh yeah. Rachel and I just got tickets to go see them in August. <laughs> uh. Are they Are they touring with? It? New Kids? Or is it just them? New, they, um, know who's touring with New Kids? Salt and Peppa. Oh my god. You, I'm so getting tickets to see that. I would love to see New Kids and Salt and Pepper. I've I've seen New Kids a handful of times. I've seen them with Backstreet Boys. Have, have you heard John Mulaney talk about Salt and Pepper? No. Because his favorite SNL like host was Patrick Stewart introducing. He just goes, ladies and gentlemen, Salt and Pepper! <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh man! I love I, salt and pepper. Mm-hmm. See, this mm-hmm. month is making me so happy talking about '90s stuff with you. I love '90s because '90s is my favorite decade. And, no. and is it really? Oh yeah, really? You know, I guess it's mine too, though. I guess I mean I think about it, you know, different decades well, and different ones that I like. But when I really break it down, like I really do like the '90s. '90s is my favorite, hands H- down. Haley says that I'm the real life version of. Do you watch Parks and Rec? No. Uh, Adam Scott's character, Ben Wyatt, he loves the 90s. It was his favorite time period. He love loves it. calzones. I love calzone more than I love pizza. It's because your mom makes really good calzones. Not just, well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but like, the 90s. Also, I just have really good memories from, like, middle school. And I feel like the time period people, like, remember better is their middle school years going into high school. Yeah. Over, like, flat-out high school. It's yeah. It kind of is like a. Also, I don't want to remember Nickelback, <laughs> because like early two thousands is when we were in high school. Nineties is when we were in middle school. I love middle school. Yeah, I loved eighth grade in particular. Seventh grade for me. I hated seventh grade. Seventh, sixth, and seventh. Well, seventh was when my bar mitzvah was. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you were there. I was. <laughs> um, this was actually one of the movies that we had in the give out basket. Really? Yeah. That we gave out to, if you won a prize on my bar mitzvah. I did not win a prize at your bar mitzvah. I did not win. It was my bar mitzvah, and I didn't win anything. I really liked your bar mitzvah, though. I kept that, like, your centerpiece for a long time, like the popcorn tin. We still have one of those. Do you really? Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. Um, But uh, I just remember giving out, like, 10 things I hate about you, and one of my friends came up to me, and she was like, I still have that VHS copy of 10 Things I Hate About That's You. That's amazing. Yeah. And I was like, that was really expensive, too, because it just came out on VHS when we put it in there. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I. I that's why I love this movie so much, because people have such good memories of it. Such good memories. I, I just hate 
the big reveal like that this was all a bet it's at prom and i love how a david krumholtz is dressed as austin powers yes his prom dress or prom uh it's a tunic because he's wearing tights right yeah yeah he's flat out wearing tights he is because it's, it comes down like basically like right above his knee it's almost like a it's almost like a shirt with and it tie and it ties kind of it's like a jacket yeah it's like cr- an overcoat it's a tunic yeah it's crushed velvet tunic is it crushed velvet Oh, that, that's... It has to be it, it was It was burgundy. Like, it was. It yeah, was. Yeah, he looked like Austin Powers. He did. It was great. But at the prom itself is the craziest prom because, A, they get it right. It's a prom at a hotel. You don't... I hate movies where the prom is at the actual high school. Drives me crazy. There are 90s movies with proms at the high schools? Our next movie we're talking about. There are proms at the high school? It was at the high school. Really? Yeah. Well, I guess their high school is so cool. It didn't really matter. Yeah. Our next movie we're doing, you can start watching it now, guys. We're doing She's All That. So, but... Uh, Another movie with a bet. Yeah. Um, and our, and Clueless also. They yep. can, I guess... I guess we're terrible people watching movies. I know. that. It, how awful was the 90s? But it was great, too. It was great and awful. But I, I just love in this one, I love the fact that, A, he shows up at the prom, Ledger, Heath Ledger, not wearing a tux. He's wearing a, a suit coat and a button-down shirt that is, like, missing three buttons. He's so hot. Doesn't matter. And and Gordon Levitt, baby Gordon Levitt, looks like such a dork. Of course he does. He has a cummerbund. I know. And I, I hate... He wore, he wore a sport coat to a high school party, okay? I mean... I, of course, he has a cummerbund at prom. <laughs> of course, I, I I love and hate Gabrielle Union when she's like, "By the way, Joey, he was just gonna bang you." So that means that he's gonna just do that to her too. Well, Gab- she's, a, she's a slore. Of course, she wants to get a banged. slore. A slore. Yeah, you've never heard that. <laughs> I love it. Now. It's like a slut and a whore all mixed in one. Like a, a squishy. <laughs> yeah, right. It's a slore. It's not quite a snow cone. It's not quite ice cream. Yeah. Squishy. Um, no, I I love when Bianca loses her, her shit. I love when she beats the crap. Finally, out. though. Yeah. Finally, she's likable. and and She is likable at the end. At the end, she redeems herself, and she asks if, if Kat's okay. But the final thing I want to talk about is the cutest date of all time. Their date. Their paintball date. I love that date. That's I my- wanted that date my whole life. No kidding. Yes, I did. I just no, that no was like a dream date for me. No, I I was like, that's how I'm gonna romance a girl. I'm gonna get a picnic and we're gonna throw, you know, balloons filled with paint at each other. Rip and- off the goggles and land in the hay and make out. I I love when he does that. I love when he just float like Mary Tyler Moore's it in the he air. He does. He does. He- He's so classy. He is. Heath Ledger. You're going to make it after all, Heath Ledger. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Heath, I wish I knew how to quit you. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. No, I love, th- I love that scene. The, the, I feel like that is, like, the one scene from a 90s movie that people remember the most. Oh, my gosh, yes. Like, I'm. that's why I'm shocked. That and that scene from Fear. <laughs> 
Oh, well, at the, the door. Roller coaster. Oh, at the roller coaster. I was thinking at the door. Oh, besides that, the door was improvised. Really? Marky Mark improvised that whole scene. Love him. Like, so like much. he didn't know the cameras were rolling, and and he thought that he was just gonna mess around. And the director's like, "I love that so much. We're gonna keep that in there." And he's like, "Really? That's creepy." Yeah. Ooh. Can you deal with that? <laughs> um, I'm shocked that in not another teen movie. They didn't really reference this at all. They didn't. I thought it was so iconic. Yeah, so did I. This is the one movie that they don't really reference. Like, She's All That is, is huge throughout. Um, not another team movie. That That's basically the entire movie yeah. is She's All That. But this one, they should have done. Like, I know that they do the, the, the poem. Yes. Because her stalker friend, her ducky, does the poem, but it's so creepy. So creepy. And, well, the, the poem in this is actually not great either. Julia but. Stiles is an ugly crier, too. <laughs> like, let's talk about that. Yeah, if they if they do the Dawson's Creek, like, like gif, gif, gif? Gif. Yeah, if they do the gif of, of, of Dawson crying... And the ugly crying of John Hamm from SNL. Why don't they do like her ugly crying gif? Like she is. I mean, her face gets all right. I mean, she's. Oh, I, she's like I, Kim Kardashian. I love. I love when she goes. The, the one that always gets me, like that, always hits me right in the stomach, is when she goes. I hate that you didn't call. I hate the way you talk to me and the way you cut your hair. I hate the way you drive my car. I hate it when you stare. I hate your big dumb combat boots and the way you read my mind. I hate you so much it makes me sick. It even makes me rhyme. I hate it. I hate the way you're always right. I hate it when you lie. I hate it when you make me laugh. Even worse when you make me cry. I hate it when you're not around and the fact that you didn't call. But mostly I hate the way I don't hate you. Not even close. Not even a little bit. Not even at all. And I hate that I'm not mad. Not even a little bit. Not, not at e- all. Not even a little bit. Not even at all. Because she loves him. She does love him. And I, I just love when she goes to the car and she's like, is this for me? And she's like, don't think that every time you do this that that you're going to you know get away by getting me an instrument. I love his reaction. He's like, well. I know. Well. <laughs> well, we'll get a bass and a drum and maybe one day a tambourine. tambourine. I love though maybe one day a tambourine. I love how that's the expense of He has a good sense of humor like in this movie. Well, I love his reaction. I love like how he shakes his head when he's like being matter-of-factly and like sweet because he's like, it's not every day that a girl flashes your teacher to get you out of detention. I'm like, I know. Like how a matter-of-factly and like they set him up to be, like, such a dick. But he's not. But from the moment you meet him, even when he drills, like, into Joseph Gordon-Levitt's book, he's not even that bad. He's just, the like... French book. Yeah, he's he's just being goofy. He's not scary. I don't know why everyone was scary. He took care of his grandfather. I felt like he was very authentic. He took care of his grandfather. I know. Like, that's how you In know Minnesota. he's... A... <laughs> They ate SpaghettiOs and watched Wheel of Fortune. And go corn husking. So, we have reached the end of this movie. What we usually do on the Bagel Basket is... Because this is your first time on this. It is. is. So, in in a writer's Bagel Basket, when I was at the Daily Show, there were always 13 bagels. Baker's dozen. 
if the movie is crazy and like just batshit, like like what were they thinking? You would take out all the bagels or leave one. How many bagels are left? How many did they take out? Like flaws aside. If it was good, they take out all the bagels? No, no, no. If it's good, they leave them all in. Oh my god, I leave them all. You're doing a solid 13? Uh, I, I'm taking out at least three. Maybe. Okay. I, I have 10 left. So, but tell, tell me why. Tell me why. So the reasons why I'm taking out, Andrew Keegan creeps me out in this movie. Like, I'm not shocked that he started a cult. Like, <laughs> like, like his, his character is so, you know, rapey. That like like, I I can't stand it. He 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 gets a bagel out. I hate Bianca. I hate the character of Bianca, and I just hate how you know, they 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 just gloss over, um, Cameron's storyline. Like the first time that I I saw this, I was like, oh well, I love Cameron, but uh you know I guess they used him enough. Watching it this time, they didn't give him enough to do. Like. No. Like, I needed more baby Gordon Levitt. Okay. So if we're, if we're doing, okay. Now I kind of more so understand. Okay. Like, okay. okay. So, so I'm going to take a bagel out for the fact that there was no storyline in regards to like the mom going away. That really pisses me off. I can deal with that. I can't deal with that. Because I, I love, deal- ha- I love how it created, I would love to see like an origin story of Larry Miller. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I feel like that. The, the mom leaving, like her reaction to Bianca with the pearls, tells you that the mom leaving has a really big effect on who she is, like as a person. Not only that one experience with Andrew Keegan and his like micro peen, <laughs> but, <laughs> but truly, like the mom. That's leaving. why he started the cult. <laughs> the micro peen. So, so I, I remove a bagel for that. Okay, so now I have, I have. 12 bagels left. Um, I take away a bagel um, for Heath Ledger's character and the love story developing. I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that. I'm upset that they kind of like cut that short like it was too rushed. Yeah. So I guess I only take away two bagels. You're not taking out a bagel for the, the olives on nachos. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. So, so, so next time we're talking about She's All That. Yes. So you guys can find that on uh, the various platforms of Amazon Prime, Hulu, Vudu, um, iTunes. I think, it, no, they just pulled it off of Netflix. They did. They pulled it off Netflix. Damn it. Um, but yeah, so that is our second Rachel Lee Cook movie, and I'm very excited to talk Get about Get excited for Freddie Prince Jr. I love Freddie Prince Jr. Love, love, love. Jun- I love... We'll talk about it on the next episode. Oh, we will. Oh, yeah. So until next time, I'm Scott Kerland. Bye.